Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the college episode of the Beard Zone podcast. I know we had a little hiatus. Uh, that's kudos to myself moving from the Las Vegas area to good old Des Moines, Iowa. And I tell you what, going from a desert uh, to the Midwest, uh, it's very cold here. <laughs> and uh, Dave, uh, thanks for coming back on. Hey, no, I, I definitely enjoy doing this episode with you, Glenn. Um, you know, it's still a little bit out of my comfort zone. Um, but you know, I'm starting to get more and more into the college, um, football world, especially, um, I'm, I'm noticing a lot of my friends are, um, college, uh, you know, people as well. They, one, one of my buddies, I was over at his house this last Saturday watching the FSU game. I'm sure we'll get into it a little bit. But um, I was over there and I was watching that game and he was just like, anytime I see college come up on the beard zone, I'm like, oh, yeah, let me go ahead and listen in on this one. So uh, definitely appreciate all the support. And uh, yeah, man, rivalry week this week. So I know that we got some, you know, good football ahead and uh, some good food as well. Happy Thanksgiving. Right. Happy Thanksgiving to everyone that's currently listening. And um, you know what? This this past week. In uh, the NCAA football, man, in Division One, really kind of throws you some curveballs. And I have to say this right now: the SEC needs to get their head out of their fourth point of contact. There's no reason why you need to be playing cupcake games right before a key rivalry week game. You're setting your guys up. Yeah, it's a little pick me up. You get a little bit more morale. But why is Alabama playing Chattanooga? That is ridiculous. Ole Miss doesn't need to be playing Louisiana Monroe. Like. I'm not I'm not discrediting the D2 guys because that's some excellent football and we've seen some of those players make it to the pros. But if you're Alabama, you're LSU, you're Missouri which barely got one out on the Gators and the Gators are kind of in some weird transition time which Missouri has no reason being number 10. And we'll yeah. get to that. But if you're going to sit there and tell me that a 10 and 1 Alabama team needs the pick-me-up against a D2 school when they're already number one in the West and the SEC. Like, come on, man. Yeah, I mean, it, it seems it seems like it's a little bit unnecessary, especially with the importance of this week um, coming up and then, you know, the following weeks after that. I mean, we're getting closer. We're, we're in the holiday season now, so, I mean, bowl games are going to be right around the corner and then, you know, the playoffs start and, we're going to be watching the national championship before, you know, we know it. So it, it does seem kind of weird, you know, the the placement of um, those games. But I mean, there's there's a lot of questionable things that the or that the um, you know NCAA does. It seems like. Yeah, and and I hopefully they change some of the rules because I know James Madison or JMU, they lost in overtime against App State. I don't know if anyone got a chance to watch that game. It was insane. Dudes were going back and forth, back and forth, double OT, I think. And those D2 schools, I don't think, get enough credit. And I know the SEC wants some cupcake games to kind of give them bolstered up, right? But they, I think this year they've kind of eaten themselves alive, um, with the exception, you know, Alabama's only losses to Texas and Texas is still playing fantastic in, in Iowa and the Des Moines area is kind of interesting. It's closer to Iowa state than it is Iowa city for the uh, university of Iowa, the Hawkeyes, but it's 50, 50 over here, man. And, and they love the football 
and they're not short of any fan base because we watched the Iowa versus uh, Illinois game. Granted, it was 15 to 13 Iowa, and I think the only thing keeping Iowa in the top 25 is their defense. It's fantastic. Their offense definitely needs to find a Red Bull or something. But Iowa <laughs> State was finding very key plays in versus Texas. And I was like, why is Texas struggling so hard? Like they just couldn't keep up. And it was granted, it's very cold in, in in Iowa right now, which I'm, you know, being from Florida, I'm, I'm probably a little biased on that assumption. But we had some key games here in Iowa. We also had to uh, had the chance to watch Florida State versus Northern Alabama. Granted, cupcake game. I'm not sure why they did that, and ended up losing Trav, uh, Jordan Travis in the. That was a horrendous injury, dude. I think he broke his tibia and fibia too. Yeah, it definitely wasn't a. It, it reminded me of like a Joe Theismann kind of injury. I mean, when when your leg is sideways and twisted like that, that's never a good sign. Especially I think it was coming... Marcus Lattimore. No, who was the? There was a South Carolina running back who like his legs literally just snapped in half on a normal run play, and I was like, oh my god! And then they just kept replaying and replaying. I'm like, don't just take that off TV. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, shout out to the Seminoles and and their rebound with their backup quarterback. Uh, hopefully, they can find something there. And, and not ruin a perfectly good season right now. And I will have to say, shout out to Floyce, you know, your Kansas City Wildcat or Kansas State Wildcats, sorry. Uh, pull one out against Kansas Jayhawks, dude. I know it was a little closer than you wanted, but uh, rivalry goes a long way. And I think, Dave, I, I think you want to touch this game. Oregon State versus Washington, that was a lot closer than we thought. It really was. And, you know, something that I, I have to say as I'm coming into, you know, the, the college world, I, of course, being from Florida, you, you know, I have I have my buddy who's an FSU fan. So, and you know, they're they're playing really well, um, you know, this year. So you almost kind of want to jump on that bandwagon. But there's just something about the Washington Huskies that I really like. I love Michael Penix. I love their running backs. Dude, and, their running um, back is amazing. <laughs> yeah, you know, so it's just like, and I just like, I just like it. They're 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 a team that I don't feel like. And now again, I'm from the outside looking in right now, but I feel like that they are a team that hasn't necessarily been this good over the last you know several years. They they've they've kind of you know uh, developed into the team that they are now. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I was really surprised against uh, with with this game against the Oregon State Beavers. I mean, granted, you know, Oregon State, they're, they're ranked 15 right now. Uh, um, you know, they have a solid defense, I will say that. They were playing really, really good defensive ball um, that game. But, you know, the Washington Huskies, they were able to pull it out, and uh, they remain undefeated. I'm, I'm really hoping to see uh, Washington Huskies there at the end of the year in the national championship game. Not too sure if that's going to happen because I know that there's going to be a lot of teams – um, that are up here in the top five that, you know, are going to be difficult to get through. But it would just definitely be, you know, really, really kind of cool to see it. And Michael Penix, he's a lefty. So, I mean, you got to love him. I know, right? Good old lefties. I, I, I Watching him throw the ball, and he's kind of got a, a a different kind he of He has delivery. a Philip Rivers release. 
I would say a mixture of Phillip Rivers and Patrick Mahomes. It's not like a three quarters delivery. It's not upright, but it's not sidearm either. It it reminds me of a shot put. Like for well, it just some reason, like, it just kind of like <laughs> shoots out. I know it's like a real quick flip of the wrist, and then it's like seventy yards downfield. You're like, wait, what just happened here? Yeah, and- it, it 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 it's it's a weird throwing motion, but at the end of the day, he gets the ball where it needs to go. So for real, and. And I know you mentioned the top five, right? And the, and everyone that's paying attention to college football knows there's the coaches poll, right? Which is the typical, you know, AP poll. And then you got the college football playoff poll. And I tell you what, nothing. There's the coaches poll, and then the AP poll, and then there's the college football playoff poll, which is a mouthful in itself. But it just. <laughs> When you get to the playoff poll, there's a panel. They vote on the teams and how they've played and the quality of their wins. Why on God's earth is Notre Dame anywhere above 20? They haven't been playing quality teams. They've barely won against the teams they should have beaten in the first place, and their losses were horrendous. You got Tulane at 10-1, and and I still think they're better than Notre Dame. I will die on that hill. Go for the American Conference. Go USF Bulls. I know we got destroyed by the uh, University of Texas, San Antonio, the Roadrunners. But it, we're rebuilding. We look a heck of a lot better than last year. Luke, it, Luke, uh, my fraternity buddy, I know if you're listening, man, I know we've gone back and forth on criticizing or helping out USF. But I tell you what, we look a lot better this year than we did the past, I don't know, four years at this rate. So... But this top 25, Tennessee loses, and they go down four spots. Like, James Madison, granted, they can't play for another, I think, this year and the next year they can't play anything in there. Liberty, I don't know if they fall into that same category, but I don't think the playoff committee is going to give them any chance. Oh, I was I was going to bring up Liberty because I'm, I'm looking at this top 25, and, you know, I'm kind of going down, and it seems like the record's – are pretty like consistently like getting worse as you go down. You do have your oddballs like Tulane at ten and one, um, and then I, I saw Liberty at eleven and oh. I mean they moved up five spots after this past week, so they jumped into the top twenty-five. Yeah, the and, big uh, argument there is like who have they played? I'm like they're dominating their own conference, and granted, if you put them up against probably Oklahoma or LSU, you're probably not going to get a win. But hey, yeah, but why not try it? Like, why not saying. give them a shot? That's well, the argument would be you gave TCU a shot in the national championship game, and it was an an embarrassment. Okay, well, yeah, there was that. I mean, that was not a fun game to watch, especially because I was rooting for TCU because I just wanted someone different. I, I like the <laughs> underdog story, you know. I just like the underdog story, which is kind of why I think I'm leaning, I'm gravitating towards being a Washington Husky fan. Plus, the fact that my, one of my favorite Tampa Bay Bucks. Vita Vea, he's a Washington Husky. So, right. um, you know, so, but I mean, if you, if you look at this top five, let's just go off of the top five. Cause these are probably the most likely teams to get the votes to go into the playoffs. Who are you argue, looking at? I would argue top eight or, or nine, because if you have a one loss team, you're more than likely capable, capable, not probable, but capable to get into the race, right? The top four. Okay. And if I'm not mistaken, the college football playoff will be expanding next year. I can't remember if it's eight teams or 12 teams. 
but I think there's a staggered approach there. And if you look at Louisville, they're 10 and one granted their chances of making it in. They're going to have to beat FSU. I believe for the ACC championship game, I'm sure someone's going to make me eat those words. Um, but you know, no, they actually do play Florida state. So there's that. Um, you have Alabama versus Georgia. And if Alabama wins out and you have a one loss Georgia team and the Cardinals beat Florida state, like we have mass chaos going on in this top four, like Oregon and Oh my God. This is why I love college football. Dude, there's mass chaos like every week, man. And Georgia undoubtedly is number one. I think we can agree there. Well, yeah. I mean, Georgia has been the, the, I mean, they've been the dog. I mean, no, no pun intended for the past several years. And they're definitely going to be the team to beat. But if you – let's take Georgia out of the equation really quick. If you were to select the – not necessarily the dream national championship game, but a national championship game that you think is realistic, but maybe not you know necessarily probable, but it is definitely a possible chance, which, which teams do you have – maybe sneaking in there sneaking in the top four yeah well i mean you just mentioned louisville you mentioned alabama so and i'm i'm trying to look at the um okay so washington has a to be determined uh conference championship game with i don't know if washington is on the same side as oregon though Dang it, I'm clicking too many things now. So let's see here. If if there's a team to have a shot, um, I think it's Oregon. <clears throat> Man. So yeah, I mean you, you could State, you could if they lose to Louisville, Florida Louisville will absolutely jump some spots because they're gonna take conference champions over a non-champion especially if it's in the championship win right so florida state I mean, that, that makes beat. sense yeah and i know my buddies at uf or uf alum they're gonna hate me saying this but the, the Knolls are way better this year let's be real here um so florida state's gonna beat yes. florida go to the acc championship game against louisville that will be an interesting game because you don't have jordan travis arguably louisville could win I don't know if they get past Florida State's defense. That thing is amazing. Um, Alabama can probably go toe-to-toe with Georgia. I don't know if they squeak a win out. Their their offense has shown more hiccups this year than I really think should have happened. Because <clears throat> it's like Nick Saban, right? You, you, you never bet against Nick Saban. However, I hate Alabama. I hate Ohio State. Um because I just don't like dudes winning 24 seven all like for the past two decades. Well, um, that's why I, I want Michigan to beat Ohio state. If Ohio state loses to Michigan, I don't know if they drop that far because they can't go. Well, man. So the big 10 would have an absolute flip. If Ohio state, like regardless of who wins Ohio State and Michigan, hopefully it's Michigan, and then they lose the Big Ten championship. 
then you could potentially have a non Big Ten championship winner in the top four, uh, which hmm. would be insane. But it, Washington and Oregon, I think, is the game to watch most likely for the Pac-12 championship game. There's easily said that both of them could make it in over because if Oregon beats Washington, then there's they, but they beat them in the championship. There's there's so much going on, dude. It's hard for yeah. me to like play devil's advocate for all of this. If I were to pick four teams right now before rivalry week to go to the the national championship game. Because there's five undefeateds. You got Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan, Washington, Florida State. I don't know if Florida State gets the nod because Jordan Travis is not your ace. You got a very unproven kid behind center there. Um, oh, man. I would. Well, I mean, we can always circle back to that. I know I put you on the spot. I usually no, do that a lot. Because Michigan's going to be. <laughs> No, I'm just say screw it because Michigan's going to beat Ohio State and then go anyways again, repeat, potentially end up in the national championship game. So I'm going to say it's Georgia, Michigan, Washington, Florida State. Okay, I like that yeah. because that was actually going to be my pick as well. Um, I like Oregon. I like what they're doing. They put up like 80 points against everybody except for Washington, um, and their defense is actually very good. Um, It'd be crazy if we had two Pac-12s in the mix there, but I don't know. What would really shape things out or shake it up is if Alabama beats Georgia in the SEC championship game, Louisville beats Florida State, Oregon beats Washington, and somehow either Ohio State or Michigan lose in the Big Ten championship game. Then we have like a bunch of one-loss teams chilling in the playoff. Yeah. It would definitely be interesting. It would would make college football what college football is you know just exciting electric unpredictable and i think that that's why it has such the big fan base speaking of big fan base so i think this week there is going to be one game on everyone's television across the nation because it has to be one of the biggest rivalries um just in all the sports and that's ohio state versus michigan they 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 meet up this week and i think that you just Gave the nod to Michigan. Is that right? Oh, absolutely, dude. If I can watch Ohio State lose every week, <laughs> I would be so happy. I just well, I mean, the thing about it is, is that didn't Ohio State they they were beating Michigan like year after year after year, and then wasn't it just last year that Michigan finally got over that hump and like broke the curse or broke so, the streak? So Jim Harbaugh, um, has he went I think seven years in a row losing to Ohio State. Jeez. Yeah, that's pretty rough. And then all of a sudden he cracks one out and ends up in the college foot, uh, football playoff and then loses the first game, but you still beat Ohio State. So, like, you got the nod there. Right. I think from a, like, complete team standpoint, I think they're probably even. And and I'm sure someone's going to hyperanalyze that and go, oh, no, you're wrong, blah, 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 blah. They're even until they play a game. Let's be real. They're both undefeated. They're going to be playing... I believe at hold on. I don't remember. Yeah. They're playing at Michigan too. Yeah. And I have to root for Michigan because my dad is a Michigan fan. So if I want to be invited to Thanksgiving, I will go for Michigan. I don't blame you there. <laughs> so there's <Yeah>. that. <laughs> and you know, 
and unfortunately, the USF Bulls are not going to be playing the UCF Knights, and I'm pretty glad about that because we'd probably get our butts kicked. But you never know. Um, yeah. You got TCU versus Oklahoma. Last year, that was a big deal. This year, it's kind of like whatever. Uh, in Iowa, you got Iowa versus Nebraska, which apparently has been going on for almost 100 years now or something crazy. The oldest rivalry to date is still oh, – uh, actually, it's Harvard versus Yale. And then – Oh, who cares? Uh, <laughs> I just want to make sure our fact checkers get it. And, <laughs> and then it's Ohio State versus Michigan. So, yeah, you are right. That has been one of the top games, top rivalries for as long as there's been college football. Then you got Florida State and uh, UF. Obviously, UF's probably going to lose that game. I feel like Florida State and Miami are more of a rival than Florida State and UF. Uh, am, yeah, I, am I wrong in that? Recent history, yeah. Unless you want to go back to like the the Urban Meyer era. Well, yeah, with the Urban Meyer, I, I can understand that. But I think over the last several years, it's been really kind of Florida State, Miami. Um, yeah. I UF is just kind of like disappeared off the map. I feel like <laughs> I know that their fan base is still massive, and like obnoxiously just like loyal but it's like the two teams that i constantly hear being talked about in florida is florida state or the miami hurricanes and so for me again from the outside looking in i just feel like that that is more of the rivalry um but i guess maybe because of the geographical like distance between florida state and miami versus florida state and uf it makes more sense that they're the rivals but, um, yeah, I mean, even before I was a college fan, I would watch the Ohio State-Michigan game. My dad isn't even a college football fan, and that is the only college game that he will watch. I don't nice. even think he watches the national championship game. He only – the national championship game for my dad <laughs> is the Michigan versus Ohio State Buckeyes. Like, um, that is the game that he will always watch no matter what, year out and year out. So it's just – that's been a game that I've been following pretty much my entire upbringing. And, um, yeah, I mean, it was it was kind of cool to see Michigan, you know, pull off the – I mean, I don't want to call it the upset, right? But it was the – they were finally able to break the streak last year, and hopefully they're able to continue that streak. Um, it will probably give, you know, that much more incentive for Jim Harbaugh to, you know, get back into the NFL if he continues to win. Um, hey, the Raiders are looking for a head coach. <laughs> yeah. Oh no. no, man. I but I like what they're okay. Well, we'll get more into that yeah, for, well, the, yeah. for the for no, the NFL. Hundred percent right. I think if you're if there is the game, the game to watch is probably the Michigan versus Ohio State. I'm gonna go with Michigan as well. Um, there's a lot of rivalry games going on. Some are actually really not rivalry games. If you're really feeling cheap and you want to go to a game in the Tampa Bay area, you can go to the USF Bulls game against Charlotte. It's at Ray J and you get tickets as low as five bucks. That's not an advertisement. I'm just trying to get some fans for my buds. Um, <laughs> you got the Clemson South Carolina game. None of them are ranked, but they are very good when they played against each other. Um, and you got Spencer Rattler. That's potentially going to the NFL. Um, you got Georgia, Georgia tech and at Georgia Bulldogs. I know you run the run it on, Georgia Tech, but every once in a while, y'all know Georgia Tech somehow makes it close and it kind of freaks everyone out. Notre Dame versus Stanford, I'm not even going to 
waste another breath there. Uh, you Florida really Florida. don't like Notre Dame. Dude, I don't. My brothers went to Purdue. Uh, I love me some Drew Brees, even though he was a saint. Um, the uh, I just don't, man. There's so some- the worst possible – now, I know that this – especially not this year. But the worst possible national championship game for you would be Ohio State versus Notre Dame. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I, I would be rooting for Alabama somehow in that one if I could. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, go roll time, dude. For real, uh, you got uh, Baylor, West Virginia, dude. There's some games that you know could probably score like a hundred points on each side. That might be one of them. Maybe not this year, um, but West Virginia has a pretty decent team. Uh, shout out Pat McAfee if you're ever listening to this. <laughs> Highly doubt it, but shout right. out, yeah, <laughs> dude. But you got now. If if Coach Prime wants to have the haters stop hating, he beats Utah. I know Utah's not ranked very high. They kind of fell off the roadmap there. But Colorado's kind of gone into a slump in, as far as these wins, right? They got all the hype in the beginning. They got ranked. They had everyone behind them. They get all the publicity, dude. And they I think that dropped. I think what happened is they met Oregon in week three, and they got humbled. And then, <laughs> yeah. and then, and then, and then, you know, they, they kind of came back the next week and I want to say that they won the following game. Right. And it was like a, yeah, we're still, we'll, we're, we're still that team. We're still that team. And I think it just got too big for a lot of those kids because a lot of those kids that have been used to losing. And I understand that that isn't the mentality that coach prime is instilling, but it's going to, it's going to take more than just one year to change the culture. Um, especially in now the, you know, he's he's in now a higher. What do you call it? It's not a division. It's a uh, like you're in a higher caliber conference, right? That there's the there it is. Five. That's so, the, yeah. So and this is the NCAA for you. This is probably a whole different type of episode. But you got the Power Five, which is Pac-12, SEC, ACC, Big Ten, Big Twelve. There's a lot of sh- uh, shifting in the conferences. Pac-12 is completely dissolved, apparently, as of the end of this season. So you're really only going to get the SEC, the ACC, the Big Ten, and Big 12. That's all you're really going to have. Unless the Pac-12 absorbs the Mountain West, which won't be as strong. And one could argue that the Power Five uh, could end up being maybe the American Conference in there. I know that's a huge stretch, and someone's probably going to say, check the water Glenn's smoking something. Probably not. But, you know, you have teams making super conferences now, and there's going to be more criticism as to if you didn't play everyone in your conference or did you play outside your conference, how many games did you play outside your conference? There's going to be a lot of back and forth there. Um, So, I mean, we'll see how they want to make it sound because the Pac-12 is going to be the Pac-2 next year. So I have no idea what's going on. Um, yeah. So, but that that's what it is. It's, you know, you're, you're in a higher caliber conference, just as you said. And, you know, I get it. I, I like coach prime. I think that he is, you know, gonna do well in Colorado. I think that he will get that organization turned around, but it's not going to just be this instant thing. You know, you're, you're, it's going to take some time. You have to, you have to get guys in there, you know, 
the transfer portal portal has been very generous to coach prime no matter where he goes so i'm sure that it will continue to be generous over the next several years that he is there and that's going to how he's going to that's how he's going to be able to instill the mentality and the culture that he wants to instill i just yeah. don't think it's going to happen over just one year and we're seeing that i'm not saying that coach prime is bad but i'm just it's going to take some time you know for everyone it was fun at the beginning of the year. Let, let's, I mean, I, I drink the Kool-Aid too. You know, I was looking at their schedule and I'm like, dude, they could only lose maybe like three games this year, you know, if they play well enough. And that just, you know, I mean, I, I drink the Kool-Aid, you know, and I think everyone did. Probably not everyone, right? But most people did because it was fun. It was exciting. You know, it was, you know, they, they just had that swag. And that's what Coach Prime does when he goes into an organization. And, you know, I think everyone, including myself, thought that he was going to go to Florida State. You know, and I know you that you were hopeful that he was going to go to USF. <laughs> but, dude, that was that was some fan jocking around, dude. That was when I heard that he potentially was going to go to USF, I was like, Oh my God, this is our year. <laughs> and We're then, doing I it. mean, realistically, <laughs> like uh, the last time I think USF balled out and paid a coach was skip Holtz. And we absolutely ate all of that. Like granted USF's not like a huge money-making machine. Um, no, go to a game. Yeah. <laughs> There's plenty of seats open. That's why I said I was trying to root for my dudes, you know, trying to get some seats filled yeah. there. Yeah, and you thought a Bucks game was light. No. <laughs> hey, it's $5, low, as low as 5 bucks. Um, But that being said, Houston and UCF, even at uh, in Orlando, it's as low as 5 bucks. You might be in the nosebleeds and the trampoline, but we'll see. But, yeah, go. you even you even got Oregon and Oregon State. Both are ranked, man. You never know. Iowa versus Nebraska. I was six uh, ranked sixteen, but they can hardly score points. So if Oregon State's beat Oregon, that's gonna shake up some stuff. Well, then they lose their shot. I mean, Oregon will still oh, for play sure. Washington, but at that point, if Oregon beats Washington, then none of the Pac-12 get into the top four, and that would be absolutely crushing. Yeah, so, that'd be wild. I mean, it would be, and that's what college football is all about, man. You can never guess who's going to win, you know. And some of these teams, I think, had higher hopes coming in. Like, I still don't understand how Missouri is ranked as high as they are. They are – I don't think they're really that good. And I think Arkansas can arguably beat them. Hopefully, Woo Pig comes in and, you know. Woo Pig. I don't know. Well, it's going to be a fun week. I mean, it, this is this is really kind of the kickoff of the true college football season. Am I correct with that, dude? I am so stoked. It's rivalry week, and then we hit. Uh, there's the technically there's like the bye week because you have the Army Navy game, and then right. you got um, you got conference championship games. So it's going to be fantastic, and you know. As always, if I'm a root for the Army Navy game, going Army, being a you know crusty Army dude myself, but uh, it is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it, well it's going to be a fun it, look, man. This this is this is when football, no matter college or NFL, this is when football is just the best. You know, 
It's getting cooler outside. Um, unless if you're in Florida, it was, you know, in the eighties today, but, um, you know, it was, it's good. Food is going to happen on Thursday and, you know, a lot of games, a lot of good games are going to happen this week. Um, you know, on a lot of TV sets in America. And so, Hey, we appreciate you guys, man. We definitely appreciate all the love and support that we have been getting. We ask that you guys could just continue to continue to do it, man. Share this podcast with your family and friends. Maybe play it. Maybe maybe go ahead and put us on the radio. You know, put us over the speakers as you're sitting down for Thanksgiving dinner. You know, and let let's let's stir up some debates. You know, there's nothing like uh, Thanksgiving without some family drama. You know, so and uh, tell your weird uncle to you know slow down on the beer so but it's going to be a fun week and uh i'm definitely looking forward to it yeah man same here and you know if you guys want to reach out to us as well we got our socials we got the beard zone podcast on facebook we got our gmail yep. beard zone podcast at gmail.com the twitter or x whatever it's called now uh it's the beard zone pod and then we got the instagram as well with theo doing the fantasy picks and everything else uh, with the Beard Zone Football Podcast, and just reach out to us, banter, talk some smack, whatever you want to do. Uh, we'd love to hear it, and you know, always hit like, share, whatever. Um, we enjoy doing this for everybody, and yeah, we just enjoy love. We enjoy and love talking about <laughs> football. Yeah, and that's exactly why we do it. And we just hope that we can bring you some entertainment in the meantime. So, but we're we're not going anywhere, even if we are, you know. Uh, not as consistent, um, but we're not going anywhere. And, uh, you know, it's going to be a lot of fun. We got still got a lot of football to play and uh, a lot can happen. So let's uh, just buckle up for the ride. So, but the- Glenn, I am uh, definitely always, um, you know, appreciative of you doing this with me and kind of it's, it's a teaching moment for me too, man. You know, I'm, 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 I'm expanding my knowledge, you know, slowly but surely in the in the college world because of you and i definitely appreciate it my friend hey man anytime i love talking college football it's all about who's coming into the pros right you get a bunch of athletes you got 128 teams i think we're almost 132 in the entire ncaa um and i am absolutely stoked and, and hopefully it doesn't get pushed back again but for the ncaa football video game to come out in 2024 let's go Dude, oh my god, I always thought it was better than Madden. But um that's a whole different podcast, y'all. That is. Oh my god. Um but yeah, as always, we're always here for you guys. Beard Zone out.